0: it's the punk rock classrooms podcast punk rock collaboration number five with matt becker
1: hello punk rock classrooms i am mike just one half of the dynamic duo but i'm not alone today uh i'm I'm, excited. It's my second punk rock collaboration. I know Josh has done a couple. I'm joined by uh, a great dude, a, a good friend of mine. Um, he's, he's an amazing educator. He's an amazing uh, band instructor. His name is Matt Becker. So Matt, uh, you want to tell us the audience, the Punk Rock Classrooms crew, a little bit about yourself, kind of who you are, your background, um, and, and how you got into education?
0: Yeah, for sure. What's going on, Mike? Thanks not for not having me.
1: Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being flexible with my
0: uh, with my landscaping <laughs> schedule today. Oh, hey man, I've had a couple different weeks full of landscaping projects. A uh, uh, quick funny thing, I ordered some gravel the other day. I thought it would take two days to deliver and it came in about 45 minutes. So then I had to <laughs> quick go to the store and buy a, a trailer for my tractor to to, to get that all done so I totally nice. get it. We got a lot going
1: on but uh... my wife yesterday she was buying River Rock and she's like I think we'll need like five bags and, and her sister was like um you're gonna need like 40 bags and she's like no I just need five for this bed here and she's like all right get 35 and you'll see we got the 35 and she's like
0: yeah you're gonna have to go get like five or six more I'm like see it's like yeah, it, it's,
1: yeah, it's, it's bigger one, it's a lot more
0: than you think Kind so. of just you know being flexible with what's going on with uh, with all that, especially the projects. So right, uh, yeah. Again, thanks for having me. My name's uh, Matt Becker, as you said. I'm the band director for uh, our district in Lansing. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I'm going into my tenth year of teaching band. It'll be my eighth year in our district. Um, I spent two years as a high school director in Central Illinois, um, but with that job, I also taught middle school and a little bit of like fifth grade band. Um, so, you know, a little bit different experience with all ages. Um, I also have taught uh, things like drum corps, which is a, a traveling kind of professional, uh, semi-professional marching thing during the summer. Um, so I went on tour for a couple summers uh, teaching that, which was cool. And then, um, you know, when I was in college, I had the opportunity to help out with some, some high school marching bands around the area. And I still try to do that, uh, which is pretty cool because you know, with my job, I'm teaching fifth through eighth band, but then I have the opportunity to, you know, go in and, and teach ninth through 12 kids. So I still get that interaction, cool. you know, almost from fifth grade all the way to 12th grade. So, uh, you know, it's really interesting to see the different dynamics with ages, um, with like, you know, cognitive ability, how fast they process. And, uh, you know, it helps me to adapt how I, I, I approach each situation with the kids. Right. So, uh, pretty cool thing. Um, yeah. So I, it's, I love my job because I travel throughout the district. I go from the elementary schools to the middle school. And one of the coolest parts of my job too, is that we have a, a cool collaboration with the private schools in the area.
1: Oh, that's right. So, I forgot about that.
0: You know, just giving the opportunity of music and instrumental education to every, every student in the area is, is one thing that I think I pride myself in telling people about our district. You know, we, we're, we are putting the children first. We're, we're, we're making sure that this experience can, can reach everybody. And so, um, yeah, uh, I love teaching. I love my job. I love what I do. I love the people that I work with and the, uh, relationships, uh, you know, that I've been able to form. So, yeah, you, and you definitely have gotten so many relationships. I can't believe it's been eight years.
1: Cause I remember I actually was, on at the time I was the assistant principal at the middle school which is basically where you're housed, you know? Yeah. And and we got to uh, the band director at the time. He'd been there what, like?
0: 37
1: years. Yeah, 37 years. So it was a big deal. Like you were, like you, and you knew him too. Like you knew you were, these were big shoes to fill. Like yeah,
0: yeah.
1: it's because in, in like band directors, it's one of those positions where, you're not just going to kind of come for a few years and then, okay, I'm going to move on to something better. Like you kind of want to establish yourself because you're not only just like working with those students at a time, like you're building a program. You're trying to cement your legacy
0: in a sense, right? Yeah. One of the the coolest things about band directing is forming like – past one year long relationships. I watched students from fifth grade all the way eighth grade. When I got to my fourth year in the district, I, at that point had students that I started in fifth grade. I mean, we're talking like right. a, a tiny little kids and I watched them grow up to be, you know, a, right going into high school. I had some kids go from four feet to taller than me, six foot, you know, two. Um, but just, that's the cool thing about it. You form the relationship with the kids. Um, you watch them go through different, um, different spans of their educational life. You help them not only like music, but, um, one of the cool things I talk about the kids with is that my room essentially might become like their home base. Like they feel the most comfortable in the band room because they've spent essentially four years there by the time they're in eighth grade. Right. Um, but I also form those relationships with the parents. And so, um, you know one of the coolest things about that too is to get four years of constant feedback um and and I can you know adapt and figure out what works um especially year to year you know you have different uh different personalities and different students coming through and so that's that's why I love my job. I mean like and I'm not saying I think I think that's the difference between my job and maybe some some teachers in you know, from year to year, you have right. new students. So, um, but often it's it's really cool. Some students might come to me and say, hey, I'm having trouble with this. And because we have that, you know, they've been with me for a couple of years. So, you know, they know everything about me. Hey, I'm having trouble with math. I was wondering if you knew about this. Absolutely. Come on in. I want, you know, I want to help you. And so, um, yeah, it, it's it's such a cool part of, of the band, direct, band directing job. Well, it's like,
1: and And we all know, and and I'm huge, and you know this, listeners know this, like I'm huge on like relationships first, you know people first and and all everyone in education has to do that, but like you, and not just you, like band directors in general, like if you don't have that relationship piece down, like you said, with the students and the families i mean we we state how important it is for teachers to have relationships with their with their kids' families, you more so needed especially because of like the band boosters and fundraising because of all these things like there's just not money to send kids to to disney world and and um nashville and all these other places you've gone you know and instruments and uniforms and so you have to have those that relationship piece and it's like you said it's so crucial because they trust you in all areas, you know, to come, Hey, I need help with math. And you and I have had plenty of conversations like, Hey, so-and-so is struggling here. What can we do to make sure, you know, you know, I, I don't want to have them miss band, but they need to, and you said this before, their academics are going to come first. Cause you've told me that this, this kid's grades need to get up or I'm going to have to pull them from band. And you know, that's a tough choice because, you know, some of these kids need that structure and that extracurricular and that passion, you know, that they're doing, but you know, like, school, and I'm not saying grades, academics are what school's for, I mean, but that's kind of why kids get sent there. I mean, there's so much more we, we send them for, and we we know that, but, you know, it's, you see the whole picture, and, and I mean, you, you do a great job with it, like I said, it, and I just got to say, like, for, for Matt, that he travels between the buildings, he's usually at, at Oakland on Fridays, um, which is the school I'm at, and any, it doesn't matter what kind of day you're having, when you see Matt, he'll always have a smile. And, well, he used to give me a, a handshake. I don't know if we'll be able to do that anymore. It might be a fist bump going for, yeah. <laughs> at the elbow. Yeah. But uh, you've just got, like, the best kind of personality. you, There's times I think everything's going great, and then you're like, hey, can I pick your brain on this? And, you know, you you definitely embody, like, the whole, like, PMA, the positive mental attitude of like, you know, the, we're here to to make a difference. You can't let those things get you down. So, um, yeah, you do a great job. Um, Thanks, man. No, you're welcome. I mean, it's true. So, you, you know, a lot of podcasts and interviews and people have been talking to teachers and administrators mainly about, hey, when the pandemic hit, you know, we were forced to all of a sudden go remotely. You know, it. You no one's talked to. A, I haven't heard an interview with a band director or somebody like in your position, because for you it's a lot different. Because typically, if in a band, like how many how many students would you have like in like your band?
0: Well, yeah, that's interesting too. The breakdown is and you know I've got fifth through eighth grade, um, and I kind of tier the levels. I've built the program a little bit. I mean, it was. The, the program that I took over from our former director, he was there for 37 years. They had one super state. I mean, the band, uh, you know, could give you goosebumps. They sound, the kids just work so hard. We have so many talented students. Um, so I've got about 250 kids in the program overall, which is incredible. Um, incredible in the sense that like 250 kids are getting this experience of music education Um, but each band you know for instance fifth grade when I recruit brand new kids I fit 115 kids in that room and uh, you know they're giving it a shot and they're going through to see if it's their niche, which is, which is amazing. And, and I just want them to have that opportunity. And then they move into sixth grade. So I've got a sixth grade band and then I've got a seventh and eighth grade band. Just to give you a little insight, when I took over the seventh and eighth grade band was about 40 and my goal was just, and again, 40 is an amazing number. Right. Um, when we, when we ended in March uh, we had 72 kids in that top band. And for me, that was, again, it was, you know, a focus on making sure that as many kids had that opportunity uh, as they could, you know, so right, right. a lot of kids had that opportunity, you know. That's, that's awesome, man. So
1: how did the pandemic affect you? Well, March 16th was the last day we were all together in the building. Students weren't there. We were, we were there. So from March 17th until what? June 3rd was our last official day of school how did that affect your role, you know, as a band director? You know, I know in our district, you know, the the classroom teachers and the specials teachers, you know, music, art, PE, music, I mean like the elementary music class, um, you know, they came up with the home learning activities where here, this is work on, you know, do this assignment, read this. It was something that the kids could do with minimal assistance from a parent, they wouldn't need technology. They could just do from home without having their school supplies or textbooks. So how, you're different, cause I didn't see any home learning activities just posted on the same board, you know, for like fifth grade band. So how did that affect you? Like what, what was going, I mean, I guess kind of, if you want to walk through the stages or you could just tell us what you did. I mean, you know, when it happened, what were you thinking? And then what was your approach? Uh, for that
0: spring, spring oh, semester. Totally. So uh, I'll start, you know, pre-pandemic, the Thursday before, which would have been uh, the 12th, I guess. Is that the yeah. 12th? Yeah. So the Thursday before, we had uh, uh extracurricular after-school rehearsal with the top band. So the most advanced kids. We were supposed to go to competition that Saturday, which uh, we've gotten Division One ratings for the past double my lifetime, you right. know, with the Band directors and so the kids take a lot of pride in that so we we finished rehearsal at 4 30 and i had some guests come in i had uh my i had a previous student teacher and then i had another one that spent a couple days with me um so we had a great rehearsal and the kids were on fire they were ready they sounded i mean again like a high school like a tie right. and uh i started getting wind that you know by this weekend there might be some big decisions being made and uh, you know, that Thursday I got emails that said, Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna cancel this weekend's competition. So that was a little disheartening, but I'm like, all right, well, I gotta be flexible. But the number one thing for me is to make sure that the kids understand that, you know, there is a reason for this decision. Uh, you right. know, some of them are gonna be upset, but I wanna make sure that I'm explaining it in a way where they're not like, you know, freaking out or super upset. So Friday came along and uh, one of the biggest things that I had to do by the end of the school day. And actually that Friday was, was kind of interesting. I, I couldn't come over to Oak Glen because I was assisting with like, you know, watching classrooms. We had such right. so by the end of the day, we had band rehearsal and I just approached it again, calmly. Like I think any teacher would, we had a great rehearsal. We played through the pieces. And at the end, I, I simply looked at all the students and I said, you need to be sure you bring all your instruments home today. I said, I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen because they all kind of had wind of it, and these are, you know, seventh, eighth graders, so they kind of had a a bit of an understanding, but not totally. And so, um, I made sure that they brought their instruments home. There was maybe one or two left in the band room, and those kids obviously got those later. But uh, by Monday, you know, we had known that school was going to be closed until March 30th, and so at that point, you know, we're looking at two weeks off. Right. Um. And so I was like, man, I got to get creative. I got to be flexible. I got to figure out how that I can, I can make this the best experience for the students. And one of the cool things about the band directing world is it's, it's pretty small. It's, I mean, it's huge, but I've got friends all over the country, all over the world. We've got a Facebook group where we've got people, you know, posting different things they do. And so um, with the way our district approached it, like you said, we didn't have a, a specific thing on the remote learning boards for band because I mean, one of the things that I've already done is built communication systems with, with every right. parent. And so I think that was just kind of in there, you know, I've got curricular classes, I've got extracurricular fifth grade band is before school. And then the lessons are during school. So my approach was I'm going to put music lessons on these learning boards. And then I created an Edmodo page, okay. for all band students. And then what I did was I emailed all the beginning band students to so the fifth grade parents um, and I just kept, uh, you know, communication open like that. The hardest thing about band is that I don't think that there's an online platform where you can have full rehearsals. I couldn't have all 72 kids try and play at the same time. It's just, there's the delay. Um, and if anybody listening to this has a, a way that there's no delay and we could do it, I'm all here because I'm, right. you know, but um, one of the things that I wanted to do was make sure that, there were enough resources for the band students to to use to find music to find ways to record uh to find ways to share what they were doing um so i had the parents you know i i said to the parents if you feel comfortable and your students playing an excerpt from a piece of music if they're playing scales if they're playing anything send me a video because i just want to i want to share that with whoever i can i want to see what they're doing Um, and kind of backpedaling for a second one of the things about the curriculum for the band program is that we teach the students how to practice, um, and I think it's big with a lot of band directors. Is you, you know, there's a lot of individual practice at home. You know, right. kind of like homework, but um, we give them a, a very specific set. Uh, you know, we have an, a, a practice outline. It's got four steps. Um, we have specific materials. We've got scales. We've got different things that they want to work on. Um, for their technique to get better. And so, you know, I, I outlined all that in emails and Edmodo posts. And then I kind of just elaborated on that. One of the coolest things was um, there's an app called acapella and I had some students who downloaded that they can record separate videos and then layer them, on, layer them on top of each other. Um, and on our Facebook page, one of the students uh, he recorded himself playing three different tracks and recording. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, just being flexible and creative and providing the resources for the students was was a huge thing for me. Um, especially during last spring. And one of the things that was big in my brain was just being uh kind of uh aware of the social emotional aspect that this this specific time period was how how it was gonna affect all the students. Right. So I didn't want to bombard them daily with, you know, you need to be practicing. You need to be doing this because, you know, we've got, you know, 10, 11 year olds going, I have no idea why I'm at home right now. I don't necessarily understand the pandemic. I don't know why I can't see my friends. Right. I can't get a hug. And, and so that was a big thing in my brain too, is just kind of, of being aware of that. And, and, uh, I think one of the, the coolest things about the, the, what the district had, um, and specifically the administration, they were like, make sure that you are reaching out just so that family, you know, the students know that you're thinking about them. And, and so that was a big thing for me too. It's just, Hey, you know, I checked in daily Edmodo has a cool thing. How are you feeling today? And they can kind of let you know. And so for me, I just want to check in, Hey, it's Mr. Becker. Uh, you know, you've known me, some of you for four years, I care yeah. about, want to know how you're doing. Um, you know, and then I'll give you resources for band later, but first, how's everything going? So, um, that was kind of my approach to it. Um, it's going to be a little different for the fall. Yeah. Um, So, so speaking of the fall, so
1: we know our district just announced yesterday, um, that staff is coming back. So the staff will come and work their contractual. What, what's your contract? 810 to 305, 320 or something? uh, 810 to 320. 320 yeah well but for you i mean you're there at like six in the morning and sometimes you're there till what eight or nine nine at night like
0: you, yeah I, I usually pull in the parking lot about uh 6 and um a normal day i'll leave at about five right
1: right longer awesome. than some of the administrators i think that's more hours than, than i'm there sometimes but i do, do do a lot from home but um so so staff's all coming back and we found out that at least for quarter one Everyone's the students are going to be at home, so staff's going to be teaching virtually in their classrooms. The district's purchasing all these new webcams and things like that, so they can do the instruction in their classroom with all the materials they have. Because we're going to, we're actually, you know, we need to step it up from what we did at the end of, you know, every school was the same, like, hey we just got thrown into this. We need to do just kind of damage control. Let's do something. And like you said, the social emotional piece was the most important thing last year. Now it's like, okay, we, we don't want to fall any farther back. So we're going to do virtual live instruction. Um, but again, your position is different. You just said that you can't have your 70 kid band come on a zoom and you're going to direct them. One, you, know, you can only have 25 squares on here and i think part of a part of your job you know why the band director stands where they are so you can hear and see what's going on and then so so what are you going to do because like you mentioned and he matt was very humble about it but he, under his his direction this band has i think every time you've come back from a competition it's like first place or the blue or whatever the best status is and I have heard time and time again the band being compared to an award winning high school band. And remember, these are seventh and eighth grade students, you know, then we have the beginning band and the sixth grade band, but these are junior high students that sound this good. I mean, and and that's just not because we got great musicians in Lansing. I mean, it's obviously under your direction um, and your dedication, your passion to it. So to kind of keep not, you know, to kind of keep that and keep the program going. And a lot of it, like you said, the kids need to practice on their own. It's like anything, you know, you're not gonna be good by just coming to your your daily lessons. You gotta do it on your own as well, even if things were normal. How are you gonna approach this this fall, at least for quarter one? I mean, it could get spread out longer. We don't know, you know, they keep saying, oh, you know, there's gonna be a second wave hitting in the fall and the early winter. for right now, all we know is quarter one, kids are at
0: home. So what's your plan of attack now? How are you going to keep the band going? Well, I, I think that um, it, one of the cool things is my wife is also a band director, so we're able to like, throw back and forth ideas. And... Can, I say
1: if, uh, can, can I just inter, interrupt real quick? So yeah. Matt's wife is a band director. Can I tell the story about when we were choosing the band director for? Yeah,
0: that's totally cool.
1: So we, we had two candidates there was Matt and this other band director and both phenomenal right and it turns out that you two weren't even dating at the time or anything as far as i know but then a few years after you had gotten the position she didn't that you two are married now yeah. so you were competing for the same position and now yeah. you now you two are together
0: yeah oh she's and she's incredible at what she does. I mean, she's a phenomenal band director. And so, uh, you know, I mean, the way the cards fell, I'm, I'm so happy they did, because then we ended up together. And that's, you know, the number one thing in my life, obviously, right, right. But, yeah, she's, uh, one of the cool things is, is that her ideas and my ideas, we just bounce them off each other. That's, and- that's cool. We've been talking a lot about what we're gonna do in the fall um her district hasn't necessarily announced their concrete plans
1: i was gonna ask that yeah
0: and so you know i i think that's the the weird thing about the entire state and the entire country right now too is like i wonder if one district's gonna do it this way and then like you travel five minutes down the road to another district who's doing it another way right. so, you know there's gonna be a whole lot of of, of ideas and different things done but one of the things that um, we kind of talked about was just being flexible, being creative. Um, you know, band is very unique. One of the approaches and, and like you said before, I think for me, you know, it's easy to fall into a, a kind of a rabbit hole of being negative. Like, oh, I can't do this because this is not what I signed up for. Right. But reality is, Hey man, we're being forced with some unprecedented, unprecedented times. And so, you know, be creative, be flexible. And one of my classmates in the current program I'm in said, uh, adapt and overcome. You know, we have to adapt, we have to overcome. And at some point, we'll, we'll get back to where we were. But right now, it's our job to do the absolute best and provide the absolute best for the students. They're counting on us right. uh, in, all, in all aspects. And so for me specifically, my plan is to uh, kind of get situated with i believe our district's gonna uh implement a a brand new or not brand new but you know a newer way that we we're gonna use microsoft teams right my wife's been using it already she's actually like trained in microsoft went to their store she knows tons about it so i've got that going for me because she's going to show me what she was doing right um it's got a great way to to you know reach out to small groups video uh and so I'm going to facilitate small group lessons and it's going to be okay. hard to have kids play at the same time, but my initial idea, and obviously this is going to adapt as I go on and I'm going to be creative with it, but is to have these small groups and kind of just have kids. I'm going to, uh, you know, go over fundamentals. I'm going to provide music. One of the cool things about being in the band room while I'm teaching is I'm going to, I'm going to be able to get the music for them, provide That's it. For yeah. them, um, do individual instruction, group instruction, um, have them play it in, uh, you know, over the video so I can give them feedback. And then um, we have this thing called a metronome. Uh, a lot of musicians know what it is. Uh, some non-musicians know what it is because it applies to a lot of things, but metronome gives them a specific beat, a specific speed of music. And so if I give them all the same metronome marking, like I want you to play the music this exact speed, um, that'll allow me, they can record it, they can send it to me and I'll be able to layer it and my goal is to have, you know, a virtual concert where- That's cool. I went over all the, the music with them. I've had them, you know, play it for me via Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Right. Uh, what's going on with it. And then I put it together like that. And uh, the other thing, uh, again, like I said, the band directing world is small. There are numerous band directors who are in different circumstances who are able to put together, um, you know, full band recordings uh, and there's a lot of technology out there. And right now I can honestly say, I don't know tons about all of it. Right. That's my goal is to just get, get acquainted with it all and figure out how I can make use of it all. Because, you know, uh, again, adapt and overcome. How can we use what we have to make the best for us and for the students? Um, because, you know, I want, I want to continue to provide the, the, the highest quality of music education for every student, uh, and so, you know, and then when we get back in person, that's going to be, I mean, it's going to be like a celebration for all. And I think yeah, that definitely for everybody, but I can't wait to get back in the band room with the kids. Uh, so, and specifically for fifth grade, I've already right. found a where I can set up recruitment. And so for that, I'm going to set up a recruitment website. I'm going to have videos for kids to watch. Um, I'm going to send it to all fifth grade teachers across the district all teachers and other grades so that they could send it out to the kids. And I just want to, you know, I mean, it's going to be a new year. It's going to be a, um, there's going to be bumps in the road, but I'm pretty excited about the opportunities that we have with the technology we have too, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of support from the district and the administration. And, you know, I I can't thank you enough. I mean, there are a lot of places where you go where, you know, music is being cut or it's being looked at like, Oh, well, you know, we gotta save some money, so we're just gonna cut the band program. But um, sometimes the band program is the catalyst for some of the most successful students we have. Sometimes the music program is the catalyst, you know, and and I, I know students who are doctors who still play their instruments, you know. And right. Well um, it comes it comes down to that whole
1: like you gotta have that that passion or that something something that's you, you know, like for me, like I love to run, like, you know, some kids it's it's Ban. for some people it's gardening I mean it's you know I I'm a big believer and I've said this in district meetings you know one our district is very fortunate because we haven't cut any of these extracurricular programs you know we still have we're, we're adding new sports and activities and clubs every year mm-hmm. where other districts are, are like you said there there's nothing they're taking them all away and first for some students a lot of students if they didn't have you know band or they didn't have you know like shop class or whatever it is they find that connection with you know they could go down a completely different path you know and and i think it's important we keep it going and like you said adapt and overcome i love that even in this with what we're facing now we got to keep those programs going you know before we start a recording and, and we won't get all into this uh But we we were talking, you know, one of your good friends, um, the PE teacher at, you know, uh, the middle school, had some ideas of how to still facilitate sports in like an intramural type of maybe way where we can still get kids involved in it, even though we're not necessarily together in school. And, you know, that's, that's the type of educators like we need that are thinking, not man, this sucks there this isn't what I signed up for what I don't know what I'm going to do but looking at it is like okay here's what I can do here's how I can bring it bring it to the kids so um last question and then we'll start wrapping up but you know you mentioned you know a program so you are going for you know um educational leadership um you've bounced a lot of questions off of me and, and asked me some things I don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> because I do things a little differently I think But um you know, so taking, you know, from what you've you've kind of learned as a band director, and more so, kind of what's going on in our world now, and having to adapt your approach and your style, you know, what are, how do you think that's going to help you when you do, you know, finish the program? And I have no doubt you're going to get that uh, administration position somewhere. Um, you know, how do you kind of see? yourself you know kind of meshing into that role I guess
0: um well I think that uh I think that one of the I would say coolest parts of of finishing the program during this pandemic not that it's I mean mean, it's a it's a tough time but is is thinking about that you know I mean not everybody has has gone through a program and 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 been able to see how school districts have to adapt and how they have to figure out new ways of reaching the students and and watching, you know, administrative leaders like yourself and and our superintendent and our different principals and how they react and how they change and how they approach. Um, I, uh, when I got into the program, it was because that I I, I thought about what, I I wanted to get an advanced degree. I I think it was just a goal of mine. I want to go to back to school. I wanted to I wanted to advance what I was doing. I wanted to sponge up more information. And so I, I sat around and I reflected and I was, you know, talking to my wife. I said, no, I think that with the skills I've built as a band director and with the people I know, I, I think I can use my leadership skills in, in, a, in, a, in a huge way. And what better way than to want to reach even more kids and, you know, be able to work with the staff and maybe something that I do can help another peer, another adult. And so I think as I, as I enter administration, I just got a, a a little bit more of a awareness, maybe. Um, Not that I have a fully developed one. I, I, every day is a, as a new learning experience. I think from you, you know, I learn new things every time I talk to somebody, but um, just being aware that there are things that will come up that are completely out of our control. And, you know, before the pandemic, maybe it wasn't looked at like, Oh my God, there's a, there's something that could shut down an entire world for a little bit. Right. Um, you know, but um, you're just thinking about how I would react and, and on the micro level, I mean, how you react to your own reactions and in, in, in your bubble, what do you do at home? What do you do with your family? How do you keep everybody safe? But then if you're a leader for a whole staff or for a whole school, what do you have to do to, you know, keep everybody calm, keep communication open, um, still, you know, uh, ensure that, you know, your teachers know that you are committed to them, to, to doing everything you can to support them, uh, making sure the families know that you're, uh, you know, you're going to be in contact, and you're going to keep communication open, because there's going to be a lot of frustration, there's going to be, you know, a lot of questions, and, um, And I think that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking as, as I approach a leadership position. Um, like you said, you know, I I travel from school to school. One of the coolest things I'm a sponge. I watch how you interact with people. I watch the, um, I watch the conversations. I listen, I bounce bouncing off of you and, and the administrators in our district. I mean, we have some of the best and most incredible leaders that I've ever met. And so, um, you know, picking up things that I think would work for me and uh, kind of putting them in my toolbox just to, as, a, as I get into that position, what can I do to uh, to use those uh, with my personality and with the way I approach things to to make sure that uh, that I can do things the best that I can, so.
1: Yeah, I would agree, you know, and like you said, we, our district, all of the administrators, because we've done those personality tests, are, we always fall on different spectrums, and it's nice because it really shows our district leadership team completes the full circle. You know, we don't got almost everyone a type A. Like there's, we're all over the place and we rely on each other. You know, we drop our egos and where, you know, where we need to grow in an area. I'll pick up that phone and I'll call that other principal and say, hey, look, I, I don't get this. Um, you know, Before I ask you our last question, you know, I, I remember when I was teaching and we did peer to peer observations and I got teamed up with the band director in my school and I was teaching ELA and I'm like, what am I going to learn from the band director? Like, why am I getting this? And when I went in there and there was, you know, 70, 80 kids, the way that he had the classroom management, because when you're dealing with, you know, the clarinets here, everyone else is just sitting and waiting. They're not goofing around, they're not playing their instruments and there was just that respect, that culture of learning. You know, you've got to have the relationship piece. You've got to, especially because you are daily t- giving students areas to improve every day. So they're not coming in thinking like I know this, I'm the best, but if if you don't have that relationship piece down they're going to be like, I'm not listening to this guy. He's every day. He's telling me I suck, you know, but. Yeah. So there's so many aspects of a band director that is going to translate to a successful administrator. I mean, and I'm not just saying this cause you know, you know, I work with you and you're my buddy, but you've got those pieces. And I know, I, I can't wait to see you in that role. Uh, cause I know you're going to do a phenomenal job. Um, but so, all right, last question. You know uh, we always like to share what we've been listening to um, for me. Uh, it's a Friday, so new music came out today. Uh, Chicago band, the Lawrence Arms, they put their new record out. So as I was outside doing some landscaping, I, I've been listening to that on uh, on repeat this morning. I've been waiting a long time for that record to come out. Um, so Lawrence Arms, uh, Skeleton Coast, uh, go
0: check it out. But man, what have you been listening to? Uh, so I, I told you this, uh, I think like two weeks ago when I was listening to one of your podcasts, my favorite all-time band is Alkaline Trio. And so um, it's interesting as a band director. I mean, I listen to everything. Hip-hop, rock and roll, indie pop, you know, stuff like that. But um, I recently, it was probably about a month ago, I I downloaded about five of the Alkaline Trio albums to my phone, and then I put them on the hard drive of my car. I've I've got a hard drive. So I've been listening to a lot of that, but I've been bouncing between uh, Alkaline Trio. Um, and then I picked up Saves the Days, old album, Stay With You Are, which actually nice. is, it was, is it's not one of their their older, uh, more, you know, underground albums. Right. I discovered that one at Hot Topic in like 2002. <laughs> and I, I memorized the entire uh, album. But then I, I move on to uh, The Killers, Hot Fuss, which I memorized. That's that a great about. album. Um, but yeah, recently I've just been listening to a lot of Alkaline Trio. Um, and just kind of picking up the, the nuances and the differences. And I wanted to touch, uh, touch on that real quick because you talked about uh, um, between the shows, uh, I think the last episode, kind of yeah. continuing to to change to meet the times to to you know uh continue developing and uh one of the things with music is you you hear people they're like oh man that band sold out and i'm like i don't think they sold out they're trying to improve themselves improve themselves and improve what they're doing and so i listened to the the initial alkaline trio self self-titled titled the uh, ep oh, it, it's so different like where they're yeah.
1: at now it but it's it's different, sure, but it's not like you could still tell. Hey, this is still an Alkine
0: trio, but like it's. I love their older stuff. I like the newer stuff. You know. Yeah. yeah so um, they they came out with an acoustic album a couple years ago, and I've. Oh, I've that, that was a great album. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was acoustic covers of all their yes. old. Stuff, and uh, you know, now that Matt, was a great but, one. Matt's give us touring with uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, yes. Uh, but I still check out. He's got some some uh, solo albums, and yeah, man. I think that's why uh, I, me and you. I I've been sponging up everything you do because I like the style. I like the uh, you know, as a leader, man, putting your personality out there. And I know I've texted you about this, but you know, just to finish up people don't really care what you know until they know you care. And I think that's one thing that I've soaked up from every administrator. And for yeah. you, I'm like, man, this dude likes punk rock. Uh, he rides around on a skateboard. He's the coolest administrator. And I'm going to ask him question upon question, you know, sometimes probably too many questions. So. No,
1: and I don't mind it at all. I love talking. So, and then one interesting, um fact, you mentioned Accline Tree. I said Lawrence Arms, Brendan from Lawrence Arms, and then, the bass player and singer and then dan from alkaline trio used to be in slapstick Dude. which was another local incredible. punk ska band and it's so
0: incredible. yeah slapstick. so it's insane yeah
1: but um all right well man, i want to thank you for hanging out with us and talking um if you know check us out um uh uh, on Twitter, you know, I don't, I'm gonna try to get Matt on Twitter. He's currently not on there. That's something that's gonna come. So once we get him on there, we'll share out his name, his, uh, his handle. But you can follow me, well, uh, you can follow the podcast at Punk Classrooms. You can follow me at Chef Earnshaw. You can follow my brother in arms at Josh R. Buckley. All those are the exact same for Instagram as well. Um, If you listen to the podcast on your favorite platform or through the website, make sure you give us a a five-star rating and we will see you guys at the show.